0: Welcome to Data Beats. If you haven't already, do subscribe. Today, Michael Katz, the CEO of MParticle, is here to answer some questions about CDI as in custom data infrastructure and CDP as in custom data platform. So here we go. Hey, Michael.
1: Hey, what's up, man?
0: Well, excited about this episode with you. So let's jump right in. First question for you, Michael. Please tell us what exactly is a CDI?
1: Yeah. So let me step back before we step into what is a CDI, what's a CDP, all that stuff. Um, So just to to table set, there's more data being created and ultimately consumed than ever before. Throw privacy requirements into the fold, um, plus all the change from Apple and Google, death of third-party cookies, changes to iOS 14, and things have gotten complex like pretty quickly. That combined with the fact that I think the walled gardens used to be a little bit of this like easy button for brands to go out and do a bunch of user acquisition um, that was cost-effective and and highly scalable, all that's that's changed, right? Um, And now what's happening, especially with the change in the economic conditions, everybody needs to do more with less. And really, what that starts with is data. Building a strong data foundation. So, uh, customer data infrastructure is uh, was was really like built by us, um, and it was designed to solve kind of like the three core tenets of customer data, which is data quality, data governance, and data connectivity. So, I think about it in you know pretty general terms. Like, there's the part of the iceberg that you can see, and then there's the part beneath the surface. The part that you can see is the activation of customer data. That's audience segmentation, it's audience orchestration, audience insights. It's like the, I think what a lot of people think of is like kind of core CDP functionality and it's like the cool kind of fun, sexy stuff. That's like, um, oriented towards marketers, but there's this massive uh like the vast majority of like the challenge happens beneath the surface right and and those are the things that ultimately need to get accounted for so that by the time you get to the top of the iceberg or the tip of the iceberg those things are in good order now the problem is that people uh a lot of cdp vendors will will lead you to believe like oh well those problems aren't as bad as uh other folks like us may lead people to believe or that like, you know, if, if they have certain solutions, it's easy to kind of back into different solutions. Here, here, here's the thing. You cannot disconnect the operational pain from having to deal with an ecosystem that is in a constant state of flux with the execution of your digital strategies. They are one in the same. And so the bottom of the iceberg is still part of the iceberg, much like the tip of the iceberg is still part of the iceberg. CDI helps you address that bottom part of the iceberg, which is like really amount, it really amounts to the data chaos that teams face internally as a result of everything changing, right? And as everything changes, ultimately everything breaks, right? So new vendors come to market, you may wanna try them out, APIs change, new laws are enacted, which create new restrictions. Again, the changes dictated upon everybody from Apple and Google has everything in a kind of steady state of, of flux. New landing pages are added or screens are added or removed and optimized tracking plans change. Ownership of the tracking plans change. And so what breaks? your data breaks, your data pipelines break, your data schemas break, the APIs break, the customer experience break. Your analytics break too, right? And so trying to treat that operational complexity and that data chaos as separate from audience insights and audience segmentation is I think a, a fundamental flaw that I think a lot of teams have ultimately had to learn the hard way.
0: Well, yeah, that made a lot of sense. Like I say, um, without infrastructure, they cannot be a platform. So why don't you tell us what is the CDP then?
1: A CDP is a, uh, is a tool. It's an application used by marketing teams um, to be able to orchestrate customer data to their different marketing partners. And I'm not saying that that's not valuable, that it is valuable. It's incredibly valuable. But only in so far as making sure that you've protected data quality, because the activation, the orchestration of data for marketing purposes, even for analytics. But you know, CDPs typically focus on the marketing use case. Like the output is only going to be as good as the inputs, right? Garbage in, garbage out. Um, and then secondly, from a data governance standpoint, if that's not completely integrated into your compliance systems. Um, and you end up breaking laws, like the fines are real. Like there's been well over a billion dollars of GDPR related fines since the introduction of of the regulation a couple of years ago. So like these aren't like just like somebody else's problems that, you know, works down the hall or is in like a different function or whatever it may be. It's all one in the same, nothing is somebody else's problem.
0: Okay. Um, So then can a CDI exist without a CDP and vice versa?
1: The CDI, in my view, has CDP capabilities. The CDP is for marketers. The CDI is for the full business, including marketing. What, What a lot of CDPs don't do is they don't stream event level data out to different analytics and measurement services, right? They don't do native event collection. They don't help you build a data strategy. They can't because a lot of the times they're um, ingesting data from previously deployed tools or systems, they don't give you that layer of governance. Um, But in either case, the value is created when the data leaves the system, right? Um, So whether it's CDI or whether it's CDP, you still have to land the data in the downstream applications that need to consume the data. The CDP therefore is a subset of functionality that the CDI has offered for you know, a, few, a few years. And, and CDI vendors, it's, it's really particle and Segment, like it's, it's always been. It's been the two companies that invented the CDP
0: space. Right, so uh, where do identity resolution and data governance sit from what I'm hearing? They seem to be tightly coupled with the CDI, right?
1: They have to be because they have to be completely integrated into the point of data collection. If you don't get data collection and data quality done properly at the first mile, you can't solve for that stuff after the fact, right? Like. The sequence of steps matters, the order of operation matter. Um, and so identity resolution, where that comes into play, like that is part of data quality, as far as I'm concerned, because ultimately data quality is not just about like the format and structure, but it's like, are you merging the right data into the right customer profiles, right? It's the organization of information, which has uh, you know a, a, a number, of um, impacts downstream, like how how fast can the data get accessed? You know how what are the SLAs around audience creation, so on and so forth, right? And so and so, if you're not doing that at the point of collection, you're also um, exposing yourself to potential liability from a governance and compliance standpoint. Because ultimately, if somebody has opted out of certain use cases, or they just don't want any of their information to be tracked, but you're still grabbing it all. And then you're saying like, well, I'll just kind of like figure it out later. Doesn't work that way. That delta between like doing it right at the first mile and figuring it out later, that's where liability kind of hides in plain sight. And so people are delusional to try to say like, well, you can unbundle everything. Or again, like this is somebody else's problem. I can integrate with them after the fact. It doesn't like it doesn't work that way. It just doesn't.
0: Cool, interesting. Um, so, in terms of data storage, right? Should CDI vendors store a copy of the data that their customers collect, and why? Uh, why Why should they do that, and not do that?
1: Well, you don't have to, right? Like it d- it depends on the use case, right? If if it's a um, uh, a use case where it's really just about effectively like ETLing the data out from the point of, of origin. Um, and you can treat um, customer data in, in an ephemeral nature where it's like, you don't need to create a copy of it. Like, yeah, sure. You don't like, you don't need to, but, and, and we do have customers that, that do it that way. We have, we have plenty, but if you, um, if you want the, the Safety of redundancy. So, to be able to create uh, a copy of the data for the purpose of like historical data replay, so that if any of your um, vendor APIs go down, you can replay historical data into their systems. You don't have like um, gaps in, in coverage, um, or you want to hydrate new systems with historical data. Like, yeah, the, the CDI should. Create a copy of that of that data. If you want to build audiences that take into account not just like real time information, but do historical lookbacks, then you have to create a copy of the of the data.
0: Okay. Um, and if I'm storing my own data in a data warehouse, do I still need a CDP, uh, or can I just do whatever I would do in a CDP in my warehouse and then sync the data back to downstream systems using a reverse ETL tool?
1: You can do, uh, you can execute very basic um, uh, marketing strategies, uh, utilizing the data warehouse and like a reverse ETL tool, right? It's not an all or nothing thing. Uh, I look at that construct as like a perfect setup for like really immature companies, right? But when you start getting into, more sophisticated marketing that may require real-time personalization, sequential logic of how users are added to or removed from audiences. Like we just, today, we just announced uh, an audience journey product, which is like this WYSIWYG editor that allows you to dynamically um, decide how and when, certain users are added or removed from from audiences based on things that they do or don't do in certain orders. And just like dumping data to a data warehouse and then spinning up like a two-dimensional audience builder, it doesn't account for that, right? Because you also need to be able to get data back in from the downstream tools. There's a real-time element to it. Um, You may wanna create like multivariate tests. Those, Those types of things are not possible via like a data warehouse based setup. And then what you also lose is the integrated compliance and and governance piece. Right. Um, So in like, I I can go kind of on and on. I think it's like it's a it's a good starting point. Um, I think the the tension in the space right now, the reason you have like both sides talking past one another, data like you have a lot of data engineers that just fundamentally don't understand go to market dynamics and you have marketers who aren't technical enough to appreciate <coughs> a lot of the work that's being done within like the data engineering group people need to come together like we've championed this idea of data as a team sport for for the past few years and it has to be an inclusive thing not an exclusive thing
0: yeah absolutely i mean this, this is something I, I talk about all the time, right? I, I believe there's this growing divide between GTM teams and, and data teams, um, and there needs to be some sort of a bridge uh, that enables both of these teams to understand each other's uh, priorities and constraints better, and then um, enable them to sort of find middle ground and work together. So so yeah, that, that made a lot of sense. Um, okay, now uh, let's take a step back, and uh, why don't you tell us how ETL pipelines are different from Uh, cdi pipelines
1: well yeah etl pipelines typically will pull data from previously deployed internal or external systems right an example like a very basic example would be like extracting data from salesforce and getting it into um i don't know like a marketing tool like Braze, for example CDI isn't just about the extraction of data from previously deployed tools or systems. It's about um, building a, a strong data strategy and implementing that data strategy properly from the point of data collection to be able to have as much control and transparency into the entire like, journey of a single bit of, of data. Um, And, and throughout it, like enrich the data, protect the data, cleanse the data, govern the data, all, all those things that like you can't get in a, you know, in like kind of a dumb pipe.
0: Okay. And and when you say data collection in terms of CDI, uh, what is the data source here we're talking about?
1: Yeah, uh, primarily, um, but not exclusively, primarily it's digital properties, websites. Apps, um, point of sale systems, connected TV apps, those, those types of things. Um, and uh, ETL just doesn't work that way.
0: Yeah, cool. Uh, that made sense. So uh, data activation, uh, pretty hot right now, a lot of de- definitions floating around. Uh, how would you define data activation?
1: Yeah, well, data activation picks up like where data analysis leaves off. Right? So the problem with a lot of tools is, especially like in the, in like the BI and analytics space is like they provide great dashboards um, and and rich insights, but then you have the now what? Oh, wow. That was a, that was a really insightful learning that we just uh, were able to derive from, from that chart. Like now what, what, what should we do about it? So data activation, simplifies the process or is designed to simplify the process of moving from insight to action right otherwise like you're at this at this dead end now data activation has been around for like forever right data activation is like any action that you take on data what people are talking about now and i think what you're probably mainly referring to is like the kind of attempted rebrand that's happening within like the reverse ETL space, because I think that they realized like that was, that was a bit too narrow, but it still is like what it is. Um, data activation is um, getting that data in motion and downstream to systems of, of activation, um, systems of engagement, right? And, and I think like within most stacks, there's a system of record Truth be told, there's across organizations, there's usually like hundreds of systems of record. There's never just just one. Um, So there's a system of record, there's a system of intelligence or systems of intelligence. And then there's like systems of engagement. Engagement is is marketing, it's paid media and it's retention marketing, kind of simply put.
0: Cool, yeah. Um, Well, thank you so much, Michael. Just uh, one last question for you. What is the one piece of advice you have for companies that are just getting started on the CDI journey?
1: Yeah. Um, It all starts with having a good data strategy. Um, The thing that I've seen certainly over the course of the past eight, nine years of running the business is that building a a strong first party data foundation is not easy. It's why people and teams were relying on third party cookies and data enrichment and Outsourcing their results to middlemen and ad networks, and um, weren't like weren't thinking about building the um, the structural capacity to be able to establish and optimize relationships with their customers. Um, that that really starts with building um, a strong data foundation, which starts with understanding what is the data that I need to capture. To have an informed relationship, dialogue, conversation, whatever, with my customer, um, so start start there, get off like the reactive hamster wheel of thinking like tools first or solutions first, put your customer first, decide and determine like what does good look like, and then you can like you can work backwards from there it's actually not all that hard like once you kind of know where to start, and the thing that we um, we advise all of our customers on it's like, you don't want to capture everything. Like all of this advice, like just be data hoarders. Like it's, it's the worst thing that you can do because ultimately you, you flood the system with noise versus signal. You actually want to capture as little as possible to create the most amount of impact. So start with like, what are your KPIs? and what data you need to capture to calculate those KPIs. What does the customer journey look like? How do you think about audience segmentation? What data is needed to power the stack today? How how might that stack evolve, right? You don't need to solve all of it at once, but you should have a pretty good understanding of um, structure, format, organization, and application of data. And that's like, at least the makings of, um, like a, a lean data strategy.
0: Well, thank you so much, Michael, for answering my questions. Really appreciate it. You have a great day. Yeah, you too. Have data questions, get expert answers from practitioners on Com.